Welcome to the Go Find Out Podcast. I'm Jennifer Jelliff Russell, author, speaker, and entrepreneur, bringing you actionable ideas and interviews with awesome women to help you pursue your dreams and achieve your goals. You can find more episodes of the Go Find Out Podcast by visiting gofindoutpodcast.com. Enjoy the show and go find out. Welcome back to the Go Find Out Podcast. I'm your host, Jennifer Jelliff Russell, and this is episode number 56. Today, rather than have a personal update, I'm going to roll that sort of into the topic for today, which is all about killing your darlings. I promise that that will make sense. So let's jump right in. There's a popular phrase in the literary and screenwriting world that says, in writing, you must kill your darlings. This quote has been attributed to William Faulkner and basically means that as a writer, you must be objective about your work to be able to not just kill off a character, but also remove dialogue or unimportant plots to make the piece of work stronger. That as a writer, you have to be willing to remove parts of the book that you might love as a creator, but which don't lend themselves to making a better overall book. I think that this phrase can also apply to not just artistic creators, but also entrepreneurs as well. Now, I don't know about you, but as an artist, I tend to have a lot of projects going on all at once, which means I get spread thin across them and I'm unlikely to be giving each of them 100% of my best effort. Now, as I've spoken about on this show before, sometimes those projects can merely be, you know, moved to the back burner until you're able to give them your full undivided attention that those projects deserve. Sometimes, though, you have to kill your darlings and abandon a project for good. And the same holds true as an entrepreneur. You might have a product or a service that is your main income generator, but then to get an idea for something else that is like super enticing and seems like a great way to branch out or add more paid services. And this idea might seem amazing to you and you might love this idea, but if it takes away from your ability to provide your main product or perform your main service, then cutting it or killing it metaphorically might be the only way to make your business thrive again. Here's the thing, killing your darlings sucks, both as a writer and as an entrepreneur. But in order to create a great story or build a great business, sometimes you have to cut out the things which are drawing too much of your resources for too little return on your investment. As a writer, it sucks to go through and cut entire chapters from books during the editing phase. Sometimes I've had to cut characters who were a blast to write, but they just didn't make sense to the storyline. This sucks a lot because it literally feels like I'm killing someone by removing that character that I brought to life. And it can be really hard to cut something like this too because of the sunk cost fallacy, which is basically that you've sunk time or money or effort into something. And so it's hard to just cut that thing because you feel like you have this investment in it. The problem is that the longer you continue to sink time, money, or effort into this thing, the harder it is to actually let it go. As an example, on the entrepreneur side, for the longest time, I put off revamping my Evergrowth Coach career coaching website. It just wasn't bringing in any clients and I was offering way too many services. So not only did I need to remove or kill some of my a la carte services, I also needed to completely redesign the site to focus only on the service that clients needed the most, which was resume writing. The problem was I had spent way too long actually building that initial site because I didn't really know what I was doing, right? So I spent a long time creating the site, moving things around, trying to make it really easy for clients to, you know, click through to the actual sales point. 
And then the other problem was that I enjoy those other services like helping with the job search or providing the one-on-one coaching. The issue was that then I'm trading my time for money, which can become unsustainable for a business. So I had two things holding me back from redesigning the website the sunk cost of the time that I had put into developing that initial website. And then also I was having trouble cutting those a la carte services that I really enjoy. To deal with my like mental block of redesigning the site and dropping some of my services, I ended up hiring a coach who specifically works with creative entrepreneurs. And it was actually Megan Kuhar from episode 38 of this podcast. So if you want more information about that kind of thing, feel free to go back to episode 38 and check out what she had to say. So Megan was able to walk me through the redesign and also helped me sort of suss out what services would be the most productive to offer clients. And rather than cutting everything, she really helped me to see what would make the most sense as a package deal for clients. So I still got to hold on to some of the services that I really enjoy while still focusing on that main service of resume writing. Having Megan's input really helped me to cut things that didn't make sense for my business. And since she didn't have that same attachment to the services that I did, she had sort of more of a neutral view of them, she was able to help me gain a more unbiased view of those services. Really, if I hadn't gotten outside help, I would still be sitting on that old site and really not getting any kind of traction with clients. Another example on the writing side, still the entrepreneurial side, but more the writing part, the author business, is that I randomly started a t-shirt shop as an author. Yes, I totally saw it on TikTok and I was like, I could do that. So then I ended up taking time away from writing to design author t-shirts, you know, using Canva and then uploading them to the t-shirt website. Now, it was super fun to do, and it was a great creative outlet, but in the long run, it's not going to help my author career and rather ends up splitting my attention yet again away from my writing. So I'm never really going to have time to properly advertise it. So really, it's more of a fun hobby than anything else. And to be honest, after the first week of throwing myself into it, I kind of forgot about it and haven't touched it since I went to create this podcast episode. So the t-shirt thing, that's definitely something that I have to cut. And while it might not seem like that big of a deal to cut it, it is so tempting to just hold on to it just for a little bit longer, just in case. But does having it make my author business any stronger? No, I mean, at least not at this time. And honestly, after a few minutes of digging through my t-shirt, you know, shop and trying to remember like what the t-shirts look like that I designed, I found that I am not impressed by what I created. So (laughs) yeah. So if you are struggling to cut something from a creative work or from your business because you know that it's a time suck and it's not making your business any stronger, then this might help. Rather than cutting that thing completely, decide if it's something that you can cut just temporarily. So if it's a scene in a book, cut it from the manuscript and paste it into another document that's just for cuts. I actually have a cut scenes word document for every book that I've written. Occasionally I do end up using something from those cut scenes, like in a future book, especially when it comes to series that I write. But honestly, in the long run, it just makes me feel better to have somewhere to put those scenes that I spent so much time writing when they don't make it into the final book. But at least it makes me feel better knowing that they're somewhere just not published. And when it comes to deleting your darlings in a business or, you know, cutting something from your business, consider if it's possible to just not sink any more time, money, or effort into that thing. If it's not making your business any stronger, is it something that you can maybe put on hold temporarily? Doing so might give you the time that you need in order to assess that product or service's worth to your overall business strategy and help you make a decision of whether or not to permanently cut it. 
And remember, just because you're cutting something now, it doesn't mean it's off the table forever. All right, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Join me next time where I chat with Susie Sung about her journey of taking control of her life to start a podcast and become a published author. Until then, go find out. Thanks for listening to the show today. I hope you found the information beneficial and that it helps you tackle your own Go Find Out goals. You can find more episodes and the show transcripts at gofindoutpodcast.com. You can also let me know what you thought of the show by tweeting me at GFO Podcast or follow me on Instagram at GoFindOutPodcast. That's it for today. Now go find out.